like like recently i was like really stressed out because of life mm-hmm. like what do you guys do to really like cope with very stressful situations i feel like friends mm-hmm. uh like the people that you keep company is a very important role in your life mm-hmm. um sometimes just like i guess in a way kind of like tame and distracts like you hang out with your friends then you realize like how grateful you are that you have people who are in your circle but like the number one thing with me is i always keep it to myself until i like break and then when I break and I start talking about it, I'm like crying a shit ton. Welcome back to another episode of the Levity Podcast, where we captivate c- casual conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Casually captivating conversations. You guys know the gist. Well, uh, do they? Because I feel like we don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're the Levity Podcast where we casually captivate conversations. See? Much better this time. Okay, there you go. And uh, I'm sure this is our, what, like 20th episode? I don't know. I don't even know, man. We don't do do that anymore. If you made it this far, you know who we are, but you don't know who this is yet. Uh, (laughs) Let's let's introduce ourselves first, and so, like, Mm -hmm. new new viewers can know who we are. Uh, Okay, my name's Taman Lee. I'm 23 years old. (laughs) Oh, we yeah, give your height and social security number, too. CVV is 978, and expiration date is 0729. <laughs> and I'm co-host Helen. I'm 21. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm Phil. I'm HP, and we have a special guest today. Yeah, what is your name? I'm Jennifer. Woo! Yay! <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, what your favorite ice cream flavor is. Okay. Your name, your high school, <laughs> social security. My <laughs> name Pinky is Jennifer Wynn. Okay. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor is mint chocolate chip. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Problematic flavor. Really? I mean, I feel, like, I feel like people rather <laughs> like it or hate it or love it or hate it. I feel like the people who oh, don't yeah. like it think it's like toothpaste. toothpaste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, like it. It's so good. What's wrong with toothpaste? Uh, so let's see. What do I do? I'm currently working, getting clinical hours, um, in the process of applying to PA school. So in that, you know, transitional phase right now, still trying to figure things out. What so, does yeah. PA stand for? Physician assistant. But they recently yeah. like changed it. To physician associate mm. because they don't want people to think like you're an assistant. Uh, mm. You only associate with physicians. You don't assist them. At all. <laughs> I don't know something like that. Yeah, you kind of know them, but like not yeah, really. We're just associates. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is this kind of like an industry that you think you've always wanted to go through? Well, no. Initially, I wanted to pursue uh, med school, but then it wasn't until being in college that I figured um, about the PA profes- profession, which is a two-year program versus mm. going to school for like four years and then residency. Um, but that's a master's degree, not a doctorate's degree. Um, and just in terms of work-life balance, when to tar- start a family at like a reasonable age and stuff, I feel like that was something I wanted to transition to instead. Wow. Wow. So other than your professional career, little birdie told me you want a pageant. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that wasn't something that I really wanted to do. So, okay. Backstory. My dad is half Viet and half white. Okay. He was born during the Vietnam War. So he doesn't know who his dad is. 
Oh. So he kind of has this like identity crisis type of ordeal where growing up he's like very big on trying to prove how like Vietnamese he is. Um. And this pageant is like a Georgia Vietnamese type pageant thing. And I remember every New Year's we would go to this thing and then he's, you know, like it's like a whole festival where you buy food, drinks, all that stuff. And then once I got into college, um, one of my roommates, she actually did the pageant in 2015. And she was picking out girls from like our Viet class, like, mm. hey, you should do it, you should do it, blah, blah, blah. So then I did it just for fun. Um, and then it ended up being like a pretty fun experience. Um, did you win for fun too? <laughs> just casually, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I won, but I felt like. Oh, you won. I felt like for what it stood for, I was definitely like 18 at the time. Mm. And I feel like to represent like a community like that, you should definitely have more you know like maturity things to offer and mm. i just felt like cliche as it sounds like just like a face but okay. i wasn't able to offer the community anything because i didn't even know who i was myself i was like a freshman in college you yeah. know and so i felt like i don't know it was just like a title but not necessarily something that you were giving back to the community Wait, so what for? normally goes down during like one of those pageants so give us like the little rundown like besides like you walking up there do you like show off like a skill or whatever or not no or? so i actually did it without a skill oh <laughs> there were other girls that did like talents where mm -hmm. they either like record themselves dancing it was like private so yeah. they recorded themselves singing dancing whatever and then the judges would pick from there but i had like zero talent and you won yeah. They said talent. She puts on her Instagram to go, that one. No, I, was Winner. Like, I was like, dang, I have like nothing to offer. Like, I'm just, I'm just here. Apparently you had something to offer because you won. That's great. <laughs> but a lot of people think that it's like rigged and stuff like oh, that too. Yeah. So. Well, was it? I don't know. I don't know. You never know. Because like <laughs> the people that are uh, within the community are like pretty well known in the Vietnamese community. which mm -hmm. So they have like, you know, good financial backgrounds like things like that so mm. a lot of people like to say that it's rigged i don't know i felt like my parent like no one knows who my parents are mm. and it worked out fine how many girls did you go up against um 13 i was 13. number i was number 13 oh okay yeah is I that got, kind of like environment with pageants and stuff with so many other girls like does it tend to be super competitive or are y'all kind of just it was so weird because <laughs> i felt like there was no need to be like a certain way. And yeah. you could totally tell that certain girls, and I feel like girls feel this way too. Like they pick who they want to be friends with. Oh, yeah, so there was yeah. beef. It wasn't necessarily <laughs> beef, but you can clearly tell like certain people wanted to gravitate towards certain yeah. girls and left out yeah. other girls. Um. And the drive was crazy. It would be like from Athens driving all the way down here every other week for like practice Damn. and stuff. And you would see, and you, you know, like within the group chat, cause there's also a, what is it called? Like Miss Con Congeniality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everyone's mm -hmm. trying to be really nice to each other and then tell me why like immediately when the pageant's over like no one says a word to each other everyone's like left the group chat like <laughs> it's, oh damn it's just i don't know it was all just for like show yeah i feel like it was all yeah. just were for there show. any like consistent contestants that were like super serious about winning that they like went like over the top um not that or is well, this the kind of pageant where like their parents are like, yo, go, just go out? I think it yeah. depends. Like, again, with your like financial background, right? Mm -hmm. There were some girls that were doing it for fun and they would wear like their prom dress as their like evening gowns. And there would be other girls that, you know, took it a lot more seriously and would mm -hmm. drop like a grand on, you know, like a custom traditional dress, custom, you know, custom things and stuff like that. So some people took it more seriously than others. And th another thing that was like strange to me was 
the age range, like you could go up to 20 something, I don't know. And most of the girls were like around my age, 18, 19. So mm-hmm. there was this one girl that was, I want to say at the time, 24, 25, but we looked at her like she was like a mom, yeah. <laughs> even though that's like not <laughs> old at all. So I don't know. Again, I just felt like it was a very superficial thing. Mm. I wish that there was a lot more that like you could do with it other than just going to these like grand openings and smiling and bowing to people. Hmm. Did you Is have that to, like, what you do? That's basically all I did. Was there a prize? You get like a hundred bucks. Oh wow! So a girl spent a thousand on a dress to win a hundred uh, that no. she didn't even win. Oh uh, no! For the prize <laughs> for the pageant, I think you, we got like two k. Oh, oh. Like a check. Yeah. shit! I would try every year if there's a chance of two thousand dollars. Two thousand. But how like, many, how many years did you do it for? Yeah. You can only do it for one year. Oh. Like if you win a title, you only do it for one year. That's so that it? was the only oh. year I did it for. Oh, yeah. so you can't defend your title? Yeah. No. <laughs> so after you win, they just I hang challenge you. <laughs> yeah, they, they hang your jersey up in like the stands Let's or whatever. Miss like cage no match. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like no jersey. I feel like after your year's over, like they don't even know who you are. Oh. Okay. Like are you on like a calendar at all or something? No. Like you don't really like talk or anything. You just like yeah. Do they ask you like any of those questions? Like what do you want to do for the world? Or how do you want to change? They ask um. They ask a question. I don't know. There's like random questions you pick, and the mm-hmm. judges ask you a question. I don't even remember what my question was. Oh. I just remembered like saying like da 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 females, and I remember like <laughs> someone was like, "Why'd you say female like that? Like, that's so ghetto." And I was like, I, "I don't know. Like I don't know. I was just talking." But I don't like I said like. It's very superficial. It's not like what you think a pageant is. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we didn't do much to represent. Do you have pictures community. of you in the pageant? I do. I'm gonna have oh. to pull it up. It's gonna be, bing, right <laughs> it's here. It's literally like the reason why I made a Facebook. Yeah, I feel like every <laughs> bing I've done, we've never posted a picture. <laughs> hey, I've, I've tried to put the pictures <laughs> in. Oh, really? Yeah, it's because you just don't watch the long form, okay? Mark? Oh yeah, I do. Do. How do you think? I, how do you think I wake up in the morning? Watching the long forms? Yeah, that's exactly how I do it. I wake up precisely at 6 a.m. so I can finish a whole long form video. Welcome to the grind. (laughs) (laughs) So what'd you do with your winnings? Uh, I paid back the debt that I invested in like a dress and stuff. Oh my God. (laughs) So you you got the thousand dollar dress. No, I didn't. I I didn't go to prom. So I didn't have like a prom dress that like all the other girls like had on handy. So I remember I was like, oh my gosh, this dress is like $300. And like, I only wore it once. And my mom was like, do not spend money on that. Why didn't you rent? I don't know. I just remember opening up like a Discover credit card and just charging it. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was like, hoping for the best. Yeah, I, okay, where do we bing it to? Oh my god, bing. wow. Oh no, like in the video, I'll just wow. edit it in. Oh, no. That was like the, the $300 dress that wow. I was like, please. Please send it to Phil please, after. Please. <laughs> Dang, she looks beautiful. Oh wow. Hey, yeah. That's your color, bro. Yo. That shit's popping. Yeah. yeah that's my dad, that's like, a great color. My dad cried. He was like, oh. he was like so proud. He's like, my Represent Vietnamese <laughs> daughter. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Uh. Yeah, see, like, when you brought up your dad, that was not the route I thought you were yeah, going to say. Yeah, because, like, he has this big identity crisis. So, yeah, yeah like, mm-hmm. when, like, I won that, I remember, like, we go to this Asian guy to do our taxes. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, she's Miss Vietnam. Like, she won. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Everyone started recognizing you. No, no oh. one recognized me because it's not a big deal. I'm but like, your dude. dad's still saying it to everybody. Yeah. Like, Y'all are all raised in Georgia, right? Yeah. 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 Dude, high school sucked. High school was What? Like, dude, I loved high school. I really? I kind of liked high school. I don't know. My high school was, like, it's supposed to be nice, but yeah. some stupid shit happened. Like, there's one incident, like, I, I don't feel know. like that's part of high school, no? That's true. 
I guess. Yeah. I mean, I had like 3,000 kids. I was like one of the three Asian kids at my school. So like I was the Asian token, like token Asian boy. That's what's mm. up, Taylor. Yeah, but you so, had so like hella Figaro. Asians. Yeah. You which did. causes more problems. What's, what high school did you go to? I went to Peachtree Ridge. Oh. There, there was this one incident. <laughs> it was like really, really bad. Like these kids made um, brownies. And they were weed brownies. Nice. Right? And so they were like selling it. It's actually Zyrtec brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why is my sinus is clearing? Oh my god! I feel great. Oh my god! They <laughs> were like season. selling it to all these other kids. Yeah. And the, they didn't tell them that they were weed brownies. Oh. So they sold a fuck ton of them to like all these kids for like super cheap. And all these kids were like tripping ball sacks during uh, lunch or yeah during lunchtime. Teachers were like, "Yo, like who's selling this shit? Who's selling this shit?" And all these kids are like, help me, like, oh my god, what, what, what do I do? That's crazy. I was, I was like, what the fuck's Wait, going why on? is that shitty for you? Like, did they blame it on you or something? Yeah. Like, no, what? I was just like, <laughs> how does that correlate? <laughs> I guess Your for me, school. it was just like, what the fuck? Like, you said it was supposed to be a good school. I don't know. For me, it was just like, what the fuck? Why does stupid shit happen to my school all the time? This yeah. kid was like pissing on this teacher's um, shoe before uh, um, someone pulled a gun out of my gym. Or no, no, no. He pulled the gun out after my band class. Yeah. So you didn't have a shitty high school experience because of personal things. You just, oh, yeah. It was just overall? Overall. Like, um, yeah. I was like, why is there always shit happening in this fucking school? Did kids fight like in the... like before class? No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Yeah, there's in always the that like, high school fight club. Huh? There's in the bathroom, yeah. the bus stop. Yeah. Um, like go 20. What's that? Like when you go in the bathroom and you just like fight for 20 seconds. What the fuck? That's How do you know about this? You what do you, what did you call it? Go 20? Like you just like go 20, go 40, you like oh, go damn, seconds. You, but boys do it though, not girls. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was in there like just no, like no, no, slinging. Like the thing. boys would come in and then like, like we'll have a bathroom break and then these boys would come out, their shirts all like fucked up. And, and then like, Jen comes out the bathroom too with a bunch of hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she holds only, a weave. Only, like, <laughs> only the guys and stuff like that. I don't know. You guys didn't have that like back in like high school and I mean we, we didn't really call it go 20 but like there was like we a we just called it a problem yeah <laughs> like a situation no we I had a friend that was like taking a shit in the morning and then like some kids walked in and started a fight and then all the all the super like the vice principals came in right to break it up and my friend got in trouble because he was in the bathroom he's like I was just taking a shit I swear no, literally <laughs> no but my, I loved high school like, like my high school was great and everything uh, like the kids I think the kids just genuinely loved the school, but outside of school, they were doing some like hard ass crimes. <laughs> like, I mean, like what? one year when I was a sophomore, four of our starting football players are, are, went to prison and they still are right now. In prison? Yeah, like, for, during the summer, they school. ended up robbing a pawn store wow. for guns. Uh, and uh, one, the getaway driver was a kid who already graduated, but he was a starting linebacker for um, uh, LSU. And it was crazy. He was like uh, leading uh, rushing yards in Georgia. Uh, he, he like scored seven touchdowns first game against Northview High School. And he had a kid. And then... Georgia. He, he was leading in steals too, yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but high school was great. Just the kids outside of school were doing some crazy shit. Being the token Asian is good for you. They were hella racist. And I didn't realize they were racist until I graduated high school. <laughs> like my coaches called me Golden Buddha. That's what's oh up. God, that is but up. but in high school, I was like, "That's the coolest yeah. name ever." That's tight. I love Buddha. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I get it. I see the correlation." Yeah, yeah but I'm Korean. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, you can't be golden. <laughs> well, actually, Buddha, Buddhism is like the most uh, most practiced. <laughs> it's the most practiced religion in Korea. Well, in Asia, no, it's not. Buddhism, no. Mm-hmm. 
We gotta fact check this. Yeah, we gotta. I was about we to gotta say. fact check this. I Isn't bet it you it's Christianity. Christianity. I last time I saw it was Buddhism over Christianity. But yo, no religion war here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I love high school. High school's a great place. Yeah. Lots of shitty things happening. You never school, had like you never had like crazy kids doing stupid shit in high school. I feel like crazy shit happened, but like for me, high school mm-hmm. was so bliss. Like I was like innocent didn't do anything like went to school had fun with friends and that was it until like, college hit and like then everything no, went downhill <laughs> not even boys like no boys no heartbreak no anything like those were like the wonder years like literally i had no issues in high school sounds like you hate boys <laughs> i hate she boys said, after college why boys after college because boys like to reinvent themselves when they get into college well, what do you mean okay. by that what do you mean by that like they can be the we feel like when, when we're in high school we low-key feel like dang we're scrubs we gotta change who we are yeah and then you get to college and you're like yeah i'm gonna be a fuck boy what <laughs> is that <laughs> i i disagree with that no. because i don't think it's that we want to be a fuck boy i think what most boys end up doing is they try to be a really nice guy that's reinventing themselves and they get fucked over by a girl um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Uh, Help me. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's a it's a cycle, I guess. Like you know. I think that yeah, I think it's a cycle as I, well. I feel like there's a fuckboy out there that like fucks over the girl, and then the girl ends up like fucking fuck up the, the guy, and, and then it, it's like a cycle. Just, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like the chicken or the egg. It's like there's no. <laughs> but there, you know, like there's also those guys out there that like resent like how they were treated in high school they go to college they say they get oh, some attention yeah. and then like yeah, yeah. I'm the shit and then like they get one girl's attention then they think they can get another girl and then they join like a frat and then yeah. it's just like it's over and then all these other guys are like talk- talking in their ear being like fuck that bitch yeah fuck bitch. and then they like yeah guys become whores after like a traumatic breakup and girls dye their hair that's i mean it's so true i agree i think all the girls with traumatic breakup they their hair changes. Yeah, because they're trying to be like, look at me. <laughs> look, you know? look at my so new I feel like everyone's always just trying to reinvent themselves, you know what I'm saying? Got a glow up after right? breakup. What are some things guys do that you hate when they try to reinvent themselves, especially during college? I hate like when you don't remember where you came from. Like humble mm, yourself, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like those guys that like, just because they have clout in their older ages or whatever, that they forget that like, where they came from like let's show show us your yearbook picture yeah. like are you still this confident if you show me your like class of whatever picture mm-hmm. no Tame's like nutty don't <laughs> 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 oh, no. I hated myself in high school don't look at me I'm golden Buddha you know what I'm <laughs> yeah like I don't know like do you guys not have guy friends that you know like used to be like sweethearts back then and then like let's uh, well you you guys say like a girl has probably screwed them over but have you ever met a guy who was not screwed over by a girl but still decided to be like a dick when they like got older in college I, I think attention kills um personality attention yeah so i think one of the things that i've noticed is like especially guys when they finally get the attention like you said earlier right it's like oh shoot like what do i do with all this attention they start doing stupid shit mm-hmm. and they ends up hurting a bunch of people and i think that's normally the case yeah for guys at least because i've seen guys like um you know they'll be really sweet in high school like super nerdy and mm-hmm. typical asian stuff you're nerdy, you're sweet, you don't really know how to talk to girls. And then you go to college, you're like, you know, I'm gonna start working out and look cool yeah. and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, like, everyone talks in a super deep voice. They're like, hey guys, like, I'm in college now. Like, 
Literally. And they try to be like I think that's just called puberty, dog. No, no, no. That <laughs> hits puberty in high school. I guess puberty hits a little late. My shit hit people. late, dog. What the fuck? I'm still waiting on my puberty to hit, you know what I'm But saying? it's different when you go to college, though, from, like, having puberty in high school. Because for guys, like, the older you guys get, the more, like, you leave your mom's house, whatever. You guys feel more of, like, like a man, I guess. So it inflates your e- ego a little bit, mm. you know? Like, like that like college age for house? guys. Huh? Like, leaving the parents' house? Yeah, leaving the parents' house, like... Like getting your own job, blah, blah blah. Like being a little bit older, and like you're surrounded by all these like college girls all the time. You know, your I feel hormones, like it kinda, yeah. You're like a virgin, and it's you're like, like ego oh. inflated. No, honestly, <laughs> when I went to college, I was so sad. Why? Why <laughs> were you sad? No, okay, okay. Just me personally, like, um, I felt so lonely because I, I really liked my friends in Georgia, my hometown, Swanee, <laughs> right? Mm. And then like, I mean, I was really close with a lot of my friends. All we did was like play basketball and do like, do, like stupid shit. We're like really like just playing board games and stuff. We're really, really wholesome, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you go to um, I went to UGA mm-hmm. and I went there just in my dorm with Tony, staring at the wall every day. Just <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like this, this sucks. And our food was like what Bolton? Dude, those dorms were like moldy, crusty. Yeah, they're, they're crusty <laughs> and like it's humid as hell. You turn on the AC, it turns more humid for some reason. <laughs> it just sucked. I don't know, yeah. me personally. Dude, my RA had the smelliest toes. Like, no, no. <laughs> Wait, uh, how, do you, how do you know what your no, RA's toes like, smell like? Yeah. The only way, no, the only way we know is because every time he, um, he, he, he loved leaving his uh, door open in the dorm. And like it would stink up the whole hallway. Ew. No It was way. gross, bro. What? How do you know it's his toes, though? Because it was only his room open. <laughs> but his How do you know it was specifically? his toes specifically? Yeah, huh? like, he looks at his toes. I don't know, like no, like there, no, there are other kids that hung out with the RA. Like, you know what I'm oh, like, He gross. throws like, events and stuff like that for the dorm. And then they would come and tell us, like, yo, like, there's something about his toes. Like, Dude, you know what I'm that's spreading gossip. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying his name, you know what I'm saying? But like, he had some funky feet, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That shit was- I had that same shit. It's if I didn't make it to college, and it was my dad. Your dad had funky beer. Yeah, his shit smelled crazy. It felt like fermented bean paste. Yeah, you know how like Asian people, they like to like use their feet to do shit. Like if you drop a piece of clothing, you're gonna pick it up pick with it your, your fucking toes. feet, right? <laughs> if my dad grabbed my shirt with that, <laughs> I'm rewashing that shit. <laughs> Fuck no. He'll grab it by like the neckline. And I'm like, is that my upper lip or is that my fucking dad's toes or some shit? Nah. Well, what are you guys' opinion on like guys getting their feet done? And like I fucking girls love it. too. Like, do you find like if a guy gets their toes done, like is that an ick or is it like, yeah, no, hygiene? I, I think that's I think that's taking care. I mean, if a guy gets like pink sparkly polish on his toenails, that might be a little bit different. But like a uh, a massage and a scrub, I feel like that's okay. That's like self maintenance, you know? Mm-hmm. Why? What do you think? I feel like yeah, but you got to take me too. Like, oh. why are you getting it done by yourself? You know, I'm selfish. Yeah, like, you know, why are you doing that by yourself? I never yeah. thought it was weird. Like, me and my guy friends used to just go together as in high school. Okay, it's great. It, it feels really good. See, I tried. Like, I'm all about like self like care or uh-huh. whatever, whatnot. But the scrub always like it's too ticklish it's for me. Too ticklish. Oh, really? yeah. I can't do it. You're, like, so I just do- for your life. You're like, have you ever yeah. done like the little fishies that bite on your dead skin? Yeah, I can't no. do it. What does that feel no. like? Huh? It's just oh. like tickling. Yeah, it feels like, it's like, it's like a lo- bunch of little like oh. uh, like fishies just tickling your feet. The doctor fish, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like it. you're getting tickled with the feather. No, mm-hmm. if you guys have the money and you're a man, yo, go get your hands and your feet done. Or a woman. I judge people's feet. No oh, shit. So is that a thing? Like, yo, chill out. Yo, chill out. <laughs> but that's the thing when you go to the um, salons, right? Like they talk, low key talk hella shit. 
They're like, do yo, they this, feel? this. Because most nail salons are like Vietnamese. Uh, yeah. I, they I can't understand. Hell of shit. Like, yo, this. No, but I feel like that's with any like service industry. Because like even like as a server, like if you have like a bad customer, like you're like, yo, fuck that table. Yeah. Just know, you know if you're that's true. a complaining customer at a restaurant, your server is 100% talking shit about you with the coworkers at the back kitchen. I'm not going to lie. Because like, people are assholes like, oh, yeah. when yeah. they come into places. So. Are they yeah. spitting in your foods? Oh, I've, 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 I've worked in a place happen. where people, um, my coworkers spat in people's food. Oh. That's crazy. So like, I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> it, it's pretty wrong. So yeah. like, for example, our water bottle was made out of tin, right? Mm. And so they would, you can't see what's in the bottle. So yeah, if the yeah. customer would piss him off, like, especially like, I don't, okay, for all the fobs out there, please stop getting your chopsticks and like being like, give me that. Like, mm. that will get spit in your food. That's, That's like an old Chinese man I, like, thing. A lot of old Koreans do that too. I've never seen that before. And like the. Like the, going, going with the chopstick like yeah, this? Yeah, I've never seen that Dude, before. My mom's like used to do that. And then we were like, you spit in your <laughs> like, like the tap tap, like some more of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me get some more kimchi. <laughs> And then uh, my brother was like, stop. <laughs> I hate that shit. No, if my parents did that, I'd be fucking embarrassed. I would be like, what the fuck are you guys but doing? But that's normal in like Asia. Like yeah, everyone's I went just to like, Korea and I still haven't seen that before. Huh? No, yeah. I see it all the time. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just like, maybe you're unlucky or you're really lucky. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that shit now. No, hell no. But like, anyways, like... waffle house with my own chopsticks. Get the, get the forks. Then. Start hitting <laughs> the waffle. It's no, not hot enough. No, you eat it with chopsticks. Mm-hmm. You just hash brown one by one, like, each strand. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. More hash browns. <laughs> Personal opinions for you guys. Do you guys think it's okay to leave no tip? No. What? Uh, I mean, well, like What if, it, like, they give terrible service? Yeah, or, I leave zero tip. Really? Yeah, 100%. See, that's different. If they're, like, an actual, like, purpose, like, purposefully yeah. bitch where they know that they're being rude, yeah. uh-huh. then, like, yes. But, like, the bare minimum, I would leave something. Yeah. Because everybody not, has a bad yeah. day, you know? Mm. Like, especially being in the service industry and stuff, yeah. that shit gets No, but you, you can't let, down. like, you know, your bad day affect how you treat, you know, Yeah, that's what, I think I agree with her because if it's, like, terrible, mm. like, it's purposely Like, they're bad purposely service, being, yeah, like, that's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, it's, if it's, like, they have terrible service, check comes out to, like, $36, just put minus 36 on the tip and it's a free dinner. Oh, I, I think life hacks with Tammy. I don't think it works like that. <laughs> life hack. I, I honestly think unless they're like complete like dog shit mm-hmm. at working and doing their job. Yeah. Like if they're just like bringing the food over, not really talking, I still don't think that deserves bad tip. Like mm-hmm. I feel like me personally as a server, like when I see customers and they expect so much, they're like, why well, isn't this co- like guy talking to me? I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm. Is your definition of good service when your server is more like charismatic towards you or if they give you like efficient service? Does that make sense? Well, I know what you mean. Uh, for me personally, if it's both, obviously that's the best type of service you're going to mm. get. If you're like both charismatic and taking care of and you're efficiently like doing your job, that's mm-hmm. like literally top level, right? Mm-hmm. But then if you're just getting being super efficient too, like I'm not going to get mad at that, mm. you know? Or if you're super charismatic, but if you're none of them, like, I get it. But I still think you should tip personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely tip for sure. But you, like, I don't know. Like, I don't like when people talk to me if I'm eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really? feel like it depends on the day for yeah. me. Like, like give me my food because it feels fake no. <laughs> sometimes. Like some some people like it comes off very like okay you you just want a fat tip like you'll get mm-hmm. it just like don't talk to me like you don't have to like engage in conversation you really don't care about with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone left zero dollar tip was like the restaurant was like half empty, right? Mm-hmm. 
and i saw like this our waitress i was like can i get a refill mm -hmm. she's like yeah doesn't come back for like 20 minutes and i see her talking to her co-workers mm -hmm. and then i had to ask her again hey can i get another refill doesn't bring it still uh, so like i think it was like what like 41 dollars and so i gave 42 there was like 80 cents left i just left that and left and just left Sheesh. no like it was like it wasn't busy mm -hmm. they they were yeah. definitely overstaffed yeah uh, I just see her like with her elbows on the table, just talking to her coworker when I'm asking for see, a fucking refill. Then again, yeah, that that's that's true. That would piss me off too. Yeah, because yeah. at the like, end of the day, they're hard. doing a if job. It's busy, you know, like, and you job. know, she's forgetting. Like I yeah. totally understand, mm -hmm. but knowing like there's half the restaurant empty when they have like ten servers standing right there, like one of you guys just please get me a refill. <laughs> yeah, someone like yeah, yeah I, get that. I don't care who it is. <laughs> just just so please. Please. <laughs> All the Taco Max in Georgia. Yeah, you guys gave me tortilla chips with no salsa, no water. Like I'm fucking dying here. Just go in the please. back and do it yourself. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, the reason I'm bringing this up is because like you know every single day when I work, I get mm. at least one no tipper. Mm. Really? Yeah, and like I know zero tip. Zero tip. Can you yeah. always tell who is gonna like yeah. who they're gonna like who's, <laughs> who it's gonna be as you're serving <laughs> them? I think I know what you're <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, kind of. No, but also it's a surprise sometimes too, though, because like even though like they really like like enjoy your company or like service or whatever, like sometimes they'll just still like leave you no tip, right? No. <laughs> well, no, he's right. So, no, yeah. for example, um, I've had a customer. She was like, um, pretty much saying, oh, like, this was the best service I've ever had. And I was like, damn, I really appreciate that. And the moment, mm -hmm. first thing you're thinking is like, man, she must have left a good tip, right? Mm -hmm. And then right after that, she goes, oh, yeah, by the way, like, I don't have money. I was like, what do you mean by that? I was like, what do you mean by that? Why are you here then? She's like, no, like, I don't have more money than what I have. And I was like, okay. And I look at the thing, it says, like, the exact amount that mm. she needed to give me for the mm -hmm. food. So I was kind of like, what yeah. the fuck? Well, what's with yeah. the, and I get those once a day. That's what I was trying to bring up. That's why I was like, I don't know. Me personally, I think the tipping system is so stupid. I think it's the it dumbest is. thing ever. And the only motherfuckers that do it. Yeah. 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 We should definitely resort to like other countries, but businesses here don't want to set like a minimum wage for a service to be That's like, you know. That's true. Well, I would just so fuck too though. Yeah. Wait, have you ever worked food service? I have, mm -hmm. I did it for like two months. Where at? <laughs> in Athens at D92. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey. It was like a, I don't know. I did it for like two months. It was right before the pandemic. It was my oh. first job ever. Oh. Ever, was, ever, ever? Yes. Oh, I was like flustered. Like I came home and my Fires legs were like day. aching. And I was like, I was like, this is so rough. Like, mm. why am I doing this to myself? Thank <laughs> you for your first job is crazy. That's yeah. crazy. That's and crazy. no like. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and like that one shirt and i'm like i don't want to wash it with other clothes yeah. i don't want it to smell bad but i mean the tipping like there wasn't like that great just because they're students like students are not going to be tipping you that much mm -hmm. yeah. but every now and then you'll get like a few chads who come in and they're like so fascinated by korean barbecue yeah. and then they drink <laughs> <laughs> and they drink like some beers and they leave like a, a fat tip mm -hmm. but like I don't know how to like work my magic with those things. Well, like, Asia's dope. <laughs> like, you know how some people like they can like talk to guys yeah. or talk to people like when they're serving them and they like are very charming. Mm -hmm. I feel like I cannot. Like, it's so awkward. I think you, like, being freeze up a little bit. Yeah, I like yeah. freeze up. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm food? just like, what you do you want? You introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, what you want? <laughs> I uh, was it when I worked. So the restaurant I worked for for a while, most of our customers are like, like ninety percent white. Okay. 80% white 
and uh this like older girl she's like in her late 20s when i was working there probably early 30s now she knew how to like work them right so she knew most of these guys were like old white businessmen that just like love sushi so she would put her hair in a bun put chopsticks in it oh my they fucking ate that shit up so oh my God. she was making almost a thousand a week on tips that was hell in that coffee house. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh-huh. You put chopsticks in your hair? No, she's dressed up as a full geisha. Oh, yeah. I had to wear a kimono and everything to work. I love your happy birthday song there. She's fire. Oh, my God. You still remember the song? Uh, no, actually. She should just say this to you. No, no, no. I generally... No, I don't remember it. Because we had to sing that thing in Japanese. And the thing is, at the job, we also had to carry an umbrella and we had to do the drums. Sometimes you have to do the whole thing by yourself. Do you know how hard she it is to maintain a drum beat while singing in a different language that you don't even know? I hated that. She sang in Korean instead. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'll never know. Yeah. This is for my country. <laughs> no, but I, when I worked there, that was one of, because I worked a lot of serving jobs, but that was the one place where like, a lot of white people would ask to take pictures with me. Like I was like, I was an actual, cause, cause I'd be in a kimono and these white people would be like, can we please, like, it would be after the birthday song. They'd be like, wait, wait, can you come here and take a bit? I'd be like, ain't no fucking way. Oh <laughs> You're a superstar. It's like an Asian Hooters. Yeah. yeah, for real. I would charge them. Asian Hooters charge is crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Well, well, that being said, um, couldn't you argue that girls make higher tip just be, by being girls? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. You think so? I'll, I'll even that, yeah. Dude, I, I can try my best. I can be like, wow, welcome to Iron Age. Like, would you like anything? Have a full conversation. Yeah. The one pretty girl that work, that's working is like, you need anything? $100 tip. I'm just like, yeah. bro, what Sounds the fuck? Right. That, that, that thing's not fair that's sometimes. That's pretty privileged. So that is pretty privileged. I didn't say I had that, though. Oh, you but just notice other people? Yeah. Oh, okay. And like there was this one girl that worked at Iron Age when I was, uh, not Iron Age, D92 when I was working there and she was like bang. Like if she know mm. if you know how to talk in your girl and you know how to flirt. Yeah, she wore this little apron thing around where she like took her <laughs> orders in like the apron and then she's like like really quirky, very cute. She's like flipping the meat all like cutesy, you know. Yeah, how the fuck you feel flip meat all cutesy? I mean, like, how do you, you know, do like, that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you're, like when you're talking to them and you're like flipping it, I'm just like, I don't know how to do that. And Jen's side you see like a bunch of fires Dude, going. I'm like burning <laughs> the pork. And then like when it's like not it's stuck to the grill. Cause like I was not trained for this, okay? Like they just tossed you in there? I mean, like, kind of, sort of. Like, they would say, like, yeah, just, like, use this grill for this meat type of thing. Oh, my gosh. I burnt so much food. <laughs> and it, sometimes when it gets stuck, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I like to wait till it's kind of burnt. I'm like, yeah, I don't want you to get food poisoning. Like, yeah, it's ready now. Like, you can eat it. I'm not going to lie. Working there, the brisket was the most annoying shit ever. Is it just quick? No, the thing is, it fucking sticks on the pan. Oh, yeah. Every mm. single time. So you're just, like, giving them, like, ground meat. That you're just fucking up the meat and it's just not cooking properly. It's not even a roll anymore. It's a ground beef. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> so yeah. I'm trying to fix that. Do you know like a Japanese barbecue place called Gyukaku? Yeah. Yeah. So Gyukaku usually they used to have like a little kind of like holder of oil and then you like you like uh, like mm. put oil it on the, the grill. Mm. Yeah. Right. So I shouldn't be laughing, but um. So why did you, you lower your voice off? <laughs> so one of these Gyukakus burned down, right? Oh. Uh, what? Wait, what? So one of these gyukakus like burnt down. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> laughing? Like, uh, so, like the there was like the oil. Customers would actually tip it over into the fire. Yeah, that's a bad oh. idea. So like it started, it burnt down the whole restaurant. 
So they stopped doing that. But so I went to Gukaku like two months ago after they don't have the oil shit now. The brisket, I literally probably got like nine, like 10% of the, each like piece because mm. everything was just stuck as fuck. Was Gukaku good though? No, it was actually so bad. Gukaku was definitely not worth it. Unless they want to sponsor us, then we love Gukaku. Yeah, Gukaku's <laughs> fire, honestly. But <laughs> yeah. well, so, Jen, you have a boyfriend, right? Yes. And what? how long have you guys been dating? I've been dating for four years oh, now. Wow. Damn, almost half yeah. a decade. Sheesh. Four years. Four years. Wow, four years. That's like 48 months. Yeah. Quick math. Oh, very, yeah. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I like how all of us were like, wait, is it? Yeah, we're like, don't ask me. Okay, thoughts on dating someone who is weirdly obsessed with your culture or race? Mm, like a fetish type mm, of thing? Yeah, I guess. Like yellow fever type shit. Like, is it like mm. I don't know. I've only ever dated Asian guys. Oh, really? So, mm. yeah, I don't know. Really I've like talked to other races, but I feel like when you're younger, it's like whatever because you're just like talking and dating around or whatever. Mm -hmm, yeah. But I feel like. I want to date someone in my culture. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty big on that just for the sake of, like, having the same upbringing, mm -hmm. uh, being able to talk to your parents and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But, like, when I was talking to this one guy, like, he, like, was always talking about, like, having, like, Blasian babies and, like, oh, things like that. Jesus. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh like, it's a little much, you know. Blasian so. babies. They are cute. Yeah. yeah Blasian babies, babies are cute. Babies are cute. Mm. I feel like that was a fad at one point in time. It definitely like, was because I've always thought about having Blasian babies. <laughs> <laughs> I what? can see it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just, just you were like, man, I want a Blasian baby. Yeah, man. I thought they looked cool as fuck. Dude, that's what's up. Yeah, it's like a new skin. So like, you don't think you would ever want to get married <laughs> to somebody that's not Asian? Like, you would definitely want him. Like, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I've heard, not from experience, but I've only heard that like a lot of white guys like they treat Asian women very well. Mm -hmm. Like they, you know, yeah. very gentlemanlike and all that stuff. But like, there's always something weird about it when I see it, especially like an older couple. Oh yeah. Because like, yeah, you yeah. know that that woman like can barely speak English mm -hmm. and you're like, how are they like, like the, it's like an old white man and like a younger, yeah. like, oh, it's like Asian woman. Like Big Ed from like yeah. 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the no neck. Yeah. yeah. Like that's literally like a fetish. Like, mm -hmm. I don't get it. Uh, sometimes I think it's like cute. Like these white men like brag about their wife, right? But like they'll <laughs> come into the sushi spots and be like, "Yo, my wife's from Thailand," and I'm like, "Yeah, like this food is Japanese." <laughs> I was like, "What do you want? What do you want me to do?" Well, she's like, "So yummy, yeah. <laughs> so tasty. I like sushi." <laughs> or when they find out we're Korean and like the only thing they know how to say is hello, I probably hear twenty times a day, and I just have to keep laughing through it. Dude. No, there was this one patient. Um, he had like a procedure done, and then as he's like, we're wrapping him up. I was like, oh, like, who are you here with today? And he's like, oh, I'm with my wife. She's out in the waiting room, and you know, I'm like trying to ask for a name so that I can call her to bring her in. And he goes, she's you know African American, really big hair. And I was like, he was like a 56 year old white man, oh, and she's like, yeah, she's African American, really big hair, like you, you can't miss her. And I'm like, do you know what her <laughs> name is? Like, I can call her in. So like, just that heck? comment alone like rubbed me the wrong way because yeah. I'm like, are you like, 
like why is that necessary so yeah. i feel like it's something like and this like, why you probably feel the need like, to like, like describe her in that yeah way? like maybe it's like do you see her as a wife yeah. or like you know or that your culture <laughs> yeah so did you go out and ask for that like like no. you open up the door you're like no thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness she wasn't out there like uh -huh. i guess she waited too long so she walked around like the hospital or whatever but i had told the front desk girl i was like hey so you missed her she's like panicking like i can't find her <laughs> yet i was like hey like if this lady walks in with big hair and the girl's like yeah i know who you're talking about i'm like yeah, can you just send her back? <laughs> so, yeah. Do you think you're at a point of a relationship where you guys are so serious that you'll defend him over your friends? No. Oh, yeah. After four Ooh. years? Ooh. No, I feel like right is right and wrong is wrong. Like, you I can't be that. that girl who's, like, so blinded by you know, your boyfriend or whatever. Mm. You got to defend who you feel like is yeah. right, you know? Regardless of who they but are. But what if you guys were married? Even so, Even I so? don't know. Like, or would you if, like if married, defend him in public, but then correct him later on in yeah. like the private? In public, like yeah, but you have that conversation like in private. I think out it's of respect. easier if you're married to like defend your friends because That's you're true. like, fuck, we're stuck together anyways. But like, Aww. I'm married to my friends too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> they can't leave me. How about if your partner started like uh, OnlyFans? What do you guys even have OnlyFans for? No, honestly. Like straight up, like only dicks. Like, <laughs> like there's who guys. Wants to see that? There's guys that who do like only that? hands. Uh, oh. There's guys who like only full toes. on do sex tapes. There's guys who like wait sex tapes like alone. No, no, with like other OnlyFans creators. Oh, like other girls. Mm -hmm, like collabs and stuff, mm -hmm. and then uh, just like pictures of literally their dick being hard. Oh fuck! <gasps> I forgot we're not supposed to talk about dicks. God damn it! <laughs> you already mentioned it like. Yeah, some people do it to promote their rap career too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Oh. They'll, they'll post like their like unreleased like mixtapes or whatever, whatnot. Mm, I don't know. It's like I, a Patreon for them. If oh, yeah. it's if it's like for sexual stuff, like weird kinky stuff, that's an ick. Like, no, I don't care how poor we're gonna be. Like, you yeah. don't need to be doing mm, that. Yeah. But if it's like to promote like I don't know your artistic abilities, then <laughs> I guess go for it. Mm. How about this? What are some things you hate that men do in a relationship? Mm, can I think on this? Yeah. Can we hear like someone? Wait, like, like, like for example, time? one thing I didn't like about um, my personal relationship with my girlfriend mm -hmm. was, I don't know why girls do this. They're like, "Do you love me?" I'm like, "Yeah." You hate that? Yeah, I hate it. Cause the next day it's the same question. Would you love me if I was a worm? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, or like, or like I still don't understand that. No, okay, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? It's no, like, I meant the worm thing. Oh, what the I fuck? still don't understand the worm Dude, thing. That they just question, want to feel loved, they just man. Know they just want to know. Yeah, if I was sure at is. my lowest point to where I'm like a practically an inanimate object, well, I guess no, but y'all say worm though. <laughs> <laughs> like why worm? Just say, just say you, you know. That was like a trend on TikTok like two years ago, and I still don't understand. I think the idea behind this, like whatever she becomes, you'll love her regardless mm -hmm. yeah she's, she's the a question worm? isn't really, really, the question isn't really asking would you like me if i was a worm it's would you love me for anything like through yeah. anything if i was anything like would you love me but then guys sit there and they're like why the fuck you asking me have you, have you seen the butterfly one no and then the little kid's like humping the butterfly <laughs> 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 that's just so funny i think it's my like, significant other asked me that question I would just be like, no, you're a worm. <laughs> She'd probably be like, no. I'm so mad. Like, Say you're, that. you're a worm. Honestly, when my girlfriend first asked me that, <laughs> love you, honey. Um, I was like, she was like, would you love me if I was a worm? I was like, why would I love you if you were a worm? <laughs> 
And she was she just looked at me like with like the most like side eye. She's like, yo, what do you mean you would have loved me? Girls I was are- like, what, what do you mean? Is this a trick question? I was like, why would I love you? You're a worm now. Like I can't I can't love you. She's like, I think we're more about more worried about like how the hell you would even become a worm yeah. in the first place, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, girls are asking valid. from an emotional yeah. point. Like, yeah. How the fuck would that happen? Like, like trying to plan out scenarios yeah. and contingencies and like shit? Like cuddling a worm. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first thing we'd, we'd get mad about would be, why the fuck would you be a worm? Yeah. <laughs> how would you become a worm? It's pretty much what he said. No, 100%. If you said, like, if I was a cat, yeah, I'd love the shit out of you. But you're a worm. <gasps> you're a cat person? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so scared of cats. Oh, really? Oh, I have cats? both. I have I'm two cats so and a dog. I'm a dog person. I'm like terrified of cats. Wolf. She has a really cute dog. He's crazy. Oh my gosh, he's a mutt. He was a free dog. Um, He was supposed to be like a poodle mix. Mm. And he'd be humping. um, (laughs) And he jumps a lot. They did this uh, DNA test on him and he's 50% chihuahua. We were literally like. But he's huge. Oh, the chihuahuas be crazy. I don't know. He's mixed with a bunch of stuff, but the chihuahua got me because I was like, (laughs) like, that's the one dog I never would want is a chihuahua. I, I had two chihuahuas. Aren't Rest in feisty? peace, Minnie and Mickey. But it's all the small, tiny dogs that are a little bit psycho. Yeah. Like they don't know their size. Have They'll you see a big dog. Yorkie? Oh, my Yorkie is like three Yorkie? pounds. Oh, I've seen a like you post the Yorkie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Super that. Cute. <laughs> Super cute. Have you have you thought of the question? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I feel like a lot of guys do this when they uh, boyfriends and stuff. Like when they become your boyfriend, they stop putting in as much effort as they did in the very beginning. Mm. And mm. I feel like you got to keep it consistent. And that's probably why your girlfriend's asking you, do you love me? Damn. Okay. You know? Damn. Damn. She's calling me out right there. Because, like, Carly, okay, so in the beginning, he's the only guy that I've ever, like, been with that, like, opens the door for me. Like, mm. as weird as it mm. sounds. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, wow. And, like, to this day, he still opens the door. Like, literally or metaphorically? No, like, for real. Like, he oh. opens it. Damn. And then, like, okay. now to the point where, like, if he doesn't, like, say it's, like, freezing cold and we're all just trying to get in the car and he doesn't open the door, I'm like, you slipping, you know, like, <laughs> you do this now. You're not doing that? it anymore. Like, what is going on? Yeah. But, yeah, like, just for the most part, I feel like guys, they get so content with the love that they have with their girlfriends that they kind of feel like it's just there and they don't have to keep showing it. And I feel like girls need that constant yeah. reassurance. I agree with this because um, I see a lot of people in relationships these days. They, I just thought of something. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> what? No, I remember like I was... I was talking to this girl and uh, like we go to the mall, right? There's an automatic like rounding door and then there's a physical opening door. And she's like, are you not going to open the door for me? I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? It opens by itself (laughs) two inches to the right. And then she turned into a worm right after. She's like, I'm out of here. I'm I'm literally like, why are we arguing about this? There's an automated door right here. And she's like, you're not going to open the door for me? I'm like, we're going to be late to the movies. I'm going to watch this. I'd be more pissed door. if I opened the door she took the revolver. <laughs> I'd be like, well, just turn into a worm, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. You know God. you can cut worms in half and they still mm-hmm. survive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, grow on the other side? No, like, they Is this what you do for your job? Like, I used to, no, 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 no. When I was younger, I used to, like, chop oh. up the worms into pieces and they still keep moving. I'm calling PETA, bro. Like, <laughs> That's, like, the only thing I, like, know of worms is that they still survive if oh. you, like, chop them up. You were a curious kid, weren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, going back to the main conversation. Yeah, you oh, said yeah, you yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Being consistent. You Are you, ha- do you do that? Being what? Like, you, you, like. Are you inconsistent? Inconsistent, yeah. <laughs> oh. Chivalry dead for you? You get comfortable. 
So I, I, I would say it's like a, it's like a, it's like a. It's like a revolving door. It, go, it, it, it went <laughs> this way. It's like an upside down parabola, right? That's kind of my relationship so, so far. So why are you paraboling? Because you start really. <laughs> Good, because you want to look... Because he's great at math. Please, please <laughs> no one judge me, right? right? So, like, you want to date this girl. So you want to, like, be the best you could possibly right. be, right? Like, woo her and all and that. You're, you're finally dating her, and it's good. Time goes by. You're going to slip up here and there. I feel like that's normal, to be honest. Because if a person wants to, like, attract someone, they want to do 100% of who they are, right? Or try to show who they are, right? And as you get comfortable... People are not going to be 100% anymore, correct? Mm -hmm. And then you get to realize, I just baited this girl for who she expects I am, mm -hmm. not who I really am. And after that, it's, I think it comes into like a branch. You either break up because you're like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do this shit anymore. Or you kind of realize like, oh, I should try a little harder because this is what we expected from the relationship. Mm -hmm. We should kind of abide by what we agreed on. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's kind of how I thought about it. So I, I started doing a lot better mm -hmm. over the years. It took a long time. Do you guys think that like, like in general, girls and guys, like you let your pride get in the way of like loving someone or like truly Ooh. being there for someone? Yeah. Can you be a little yeah, more Yeah, what do you mean by that? I feel like guys are a little bit more prideful like, about prideful that. Because especially like... See, are you talking about like... I think this. she's asking like... Um, <laughs> Do you, like, Dumb it down for us, does Helen. your ego and your pride kind of make you feel almost embarrassed to show your partner love yeah. or love your partner like fully? The, uh, it makes us feel like emasculated. If yeah, we like show. let's say because you know how like guys, y'all are all about your bros, right? And uh -huh. you guys take a lot of your like homeboys' opinions and stuff seriously. And you see a lot of situations where like a guy will be super sweet to his girlfriend one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. but then as soon as his friends are around, he's, like, trying to make himself seem like the big dog or whatever, so he stops being as loving to her, and he starts kind of, like, being a little bit more, like, rude, trying to make himself seem like he's more of a player around his homeboys and stuff, like... that. No, that's the thing. That's the yeah. thing. I slick do that. Oh. Here and there. <laughs> no, no, it's not intentional, though. <laughs> I promise. So, like, I think I'll it's more of back. a... <laughs> Just leave me to be tough right now. I'm so sorry, baby. I love you. I love you. You're embarrassing me in front of my guys right now. <laughs> Fuck. Stop. <laughs> I love you too. To, to be fair though, I didn't know I was doing that. Yeah. And so she was kind of like. She had to tell you you yeah. were doing that for you to realize. She was like, why the freak do you keep doing this? Where's that and baby like, talk? <laughs> I love you, guys. <laughs> guys are so different around their homeboys yeah. compared to when they're one Because we have to, we set up a social like standard with our guy friends. Yeah. So like we're going to act upon like different personalities based on the people that we're with. So, like, if you fluctuate between one personality and another, it's like, yeah, what's up, dog? And then you're like, honey, like, I love you so much. And then they're right next to each other, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to, like... I feel like this, this isn't just, like a, like, a guy thing, but people show different sides of themselves to different people. Yep. And like, there's, yep. like, like, a lot of code switching going on. I mean, yeah, definitely. You know but it's hard to, like, consistently turn it on and off or, like, switch between people constantly. Because everyone does that. Because I feel has, like, for the most part, like... Uh, What's it called? Like people have like some kind of mask that they're always trying to like, mm -hmm. you know, have on mm -hmm. or like portray or whatever. So it's like really hard for them to like be their true selves. Especially when you're tired. Yeah. But I feel like as you get older, though, like you generally like it takes time for you to like learn how to be more comfortable but with your like, skin. Wouldn't stuff. you say that that's not fair to your partner who is willing to put their pride aside yeah. and like not be like that, though? Like, wouldn't you reflect back and say, hey, like maybe I'm not 
meant to be in a relationship right now because I can't give this person like I care more about how I how am I, perceived my by image, my homeboys yeah. than I I don't think it's because them. I care about my like the first thing I'm thinking when I'm doing it is um, first of all I'm not even thinking that <laughs> I'm doing it okay so like I'm not thinking and reflecting oh my god I'm treating my girlfriend like shit right now you know mm -hmm. she's telling me you're treating me like shit right now I think it's like I'm a subconscious like, thing right yeah and yeah. afterwards I'm thinking oh damn like I do I might be doing this I should kind of be more considerate and think about it more mm -hmm. and try to figure out how I can not do it as much. And my only answer to that is be a lot more like conscience whenever I'm in like friend groups and stuff like that, especially with my girlfriend. Because sometimes she'll be like, why do you keep treating me like a bro? Especially when I'm with your friends. Keep trying to chest bump her and shit. <laughs> What's up, I'm in, there. I'm in there. I'm in there, honey. <laughs> you in there? You yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that will go to a point where it's just like, oh, okay, like, just be more conscious. Like, mm -hmm. but I'm not thinking like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Because I'm not trying to directly hurt them, if that makes sense. Mm. I think it's a lot different, though, like male, ver like how a girlfriend mm -hmm. is with her pride in a so social situation than a guy. Because like the way society is structured, if you see a girl being loving towards her boyfriend, even in a public setting, group setting, mm -hmm. it's almost like a, a plus for her. Like, oh, wow, she's very sweet, mm -hmm. whatever. But guys will view it as like, I'm being a pussy. So I can't show that oh, I love shit. her. I love pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's super endearing. Like in group settings and stuff, like when a guy can maintain being really sweet to his mm -hmm. girlfriend, like even yeah. from people, I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's so you. cute. Like me yeah. as another girl, I'd be like, oh, she's so lucky. Yeah, or like, yeah. oh, like. Oh. I understand now. Like, you, you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Okay, okay. Like, when I'm watching, I'm, like, staring at y'all three, right? Y'all two are talking to me, and he's just looking at me giggling. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> like, no, I understand now. I understand what why... Do you I, understand? I understand now why I'm single. What? <laughs> what? It's because you're me. Well, I talk to us. Huh? What? Yeah, why are you single, Taman? Why are you single, Taman? Shit, I don't know, but I have to be like because I'm doing all the stuff you guys are telling me not to do. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, shit. Yeah, dude. Like when guys like are that. nice to girls, mm -hmm. girls find that very endearing. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me tell you a flip side though. In the guy's perspective, it's like if I am like super um, openly nice, girls are going to find me unattractive. No. Because there's a difference between being like too nice and looking like a simp and being. What even is a simp? I think no, this I whole mean, topic like, is very subjective. It is. But I'm saying there's like all... A spectrum. There, there's like perspectives of what people are saying. So like they're saying it's, they're really like nice guys. And I think being a gentleman mm -hmm. versus being a simp is two different things though. Oh, okay. for sure. Valid. Yeah. For sure. Because yeah. a lot of guys, what they're thinking when you're saying this is, no, but if I simp and act like a super nice guy, then all the girls are going to feel like, man, this guy's just trying to like get in my pants or like, I don't know, something mm -hmm. like that. Or everyone's gonna look at me like I'm a pussy. Well, like Phil, like he's the I guess like I knew Phil the longest, mm -hmm. and I knew of his, yeah I'm talking about you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah no, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 like your personality and like so I feel like from what I like think when I think of Phil, I think of nice guy, and I think mm -hmm. of like he's a sweet guy because like my first impression of him back in school was that he was very nice, very generous, but not in a weird, creepy or yeah. simpy way. Mm -hmm. Like he's just like a nice guy. Oh, thank you. And I remember being like. Oh, like, you know, I hope no one makes him, like, become, like, a dick mm. or, like, change him from being a nice guy. And, look like, at me now. And there's certain, <laughs> well, I don't know how you are now. Yeah, look but, at like, now. He's ultra nice now. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some guys that you're like, oh, wow, like, whoever's going to be his girlfriend, like, she's going to be yeah. very lucky. Like, he's See, not going to, like, do her too. Oh, thanks, guys. So, like, I think, whoever I think your partner like that, is really thank lucky. You. 
Yeah. <laughs> How do you see me? Good luck to whoever you're talking to because <laughs> That's a I don't know about being mad every day. Uh, don't answer that. You're kind of mean. Me? Yeah. I did nothing but nice to you. I did me, but like, I don't know. Like when you talk about girls sometimes, I'm yeah. like, oh. What do you mean? Like, I cool. feel like you think that your move yeah, is being mean to This is actually an intervention. Girls, it's not even a podcast anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very nice to girls. Sometimes you switch off from being like super mean to being super nice. Well, that's just you that I do it to. <laughs> okay. Because you're my bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I don't know how you treat the girls that you get in, you know, things with that's true. situationships, but... We gotta see. Time will tell. There's yeah. no way I got here by being a dick. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I'm so confused. <laughs> what are three things us guys do to make a girl feel special? Make a girl feel special? Mm-hmm. And you guys will agree or disagree. For example, opening a door for a girl. Dual queuing on Valentine's. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. That's bare minimum. My standards have. Didn't you tell me that every single guy except your recent one opened the door? Yeah, so that's why now, like, it's the bare minimum. And he really raised the bar. He really raised the bar. Yeah, now I'm just like, if a guy doesn't open the door, I'm like, what are you doing? You know? I love that. Stay over. What do we do to, like, make the feel girls, the girl feel like special? Like, like things. Yeah, what do you think you do that makes a girl feel special? And then we'll say if we agree or disagree. <laughs> I mean, like... Girl feels the, special. Like, the recent girl Dude, I, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I... I I sent her flowers with a personalized note mm-hmm. on it. Okay, okay. That's, very nice. that's nice. That's that's sweet. Is that bare minimum? I feel like. I don't think well, so. let's see. Is she um, does she live like close by or is she like at no, a distance? No, she's she's at a distance. Well, then that's like the best that you could do given the distance. So that's like I appreciate. I would appreciate but that. Tim is like biting his lips. He's like hell yeah. And like yeah. Yeah. sending flowers is not cheap. It's yeah, not. that shit was flowers like eighty-five dollars. Flowers yeah. are fucking expensive. And especially yeah. when the girl doesn't have to tell you, I love flowers. I would love to receive it. Like a guy just does it. Yeah. It's so oh, like don't love don't that just give flowers man. just because it's a special occasion. Yeah. You know? Give me flowers because it's a Tuesday. Uh, let know? me talk to the guys real quick. Hey. Don't you didn't you guys think that flowers are stupid because you know that it's gonna just die the next day? <gasps> I don't know. I like flowers. You like getting flowers? Huh? But I, when I get I gifts, it's not flowers. about me though. It's about the other mm. person and how they receive it. Like, uh, I went, like, uh, one of my, like, I had like a first date. Mm-hmm. Um, never met this girl until the first <laughs> date. She she bought me flowers. Like, as soon as we met at the run, she's like, this is for you. Uh-huh. That's nice. I, I felt like, I'm going to like the dinner table. I'm fucking doing this <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this shit, bro. It's like laying down, kicking his feet on the bed. No, it's nice. It's nice getting flowers. After I received, received that, I'm like, if this is how girls Aww. feel when they receive flowers, then fuck mm-hmm. it. I'll do it more often. I bet you guys right. don't feel that that often, though. I, I mean, like, I feel appreciation in different ways. Yeah. But, like, for yeah. me, for the longest time, whenever, like, for example, um, my girlfriend, I'm, I just moved to, like, another location. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I kind of slept in a little longer. I realized my girlfriend went there a little early, and she was, like, cleaning my whole room, mm. like, every corner of the room. Aww. And I was like, that I'm saying, right? And then, like, I was like, like oh, shit. So and so times so like that is when I was like, this is more than the flower to me. This mm. is very so important. So your love language is, like, acts, acts of service. service. He's 100% By far, easily. acts of service. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine is definitely gift giving. Wait, what's, is that your first one? 
No, quality time. Oh, really? Why would you list your second one? <laughs> 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 yours is acts of service. I know yours is most likely acts of Quali- service. No, quality time. Yours is quality Mine's time. Mine's just quality one? time and physical touch. I, I yeah. heard physical touch is like up there <laughs> for guys. No, oh, mine's mine's like super it, low. It, it, what? Physical touch and gift giving is the lowest for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. My acts of service is like freaking so, 80%. You do great with long distance then. Long distance? But how do you do acts of service for somebody through long distance? That oh, would be yeah. hard a little like, bit. Like shit, no? like pay off their debt. That Honestly, would be a that would actually more like gift giving though, no? No. Giving the gift of money. Because if you don't have money and you can't like, gift giving is more so like you already have it and you're just mm-hmm. receiving gifts. It just makes you happy. Access service is more like you can't afford it and you can't really do anything about it, that's but they're true. doing it to help you out. Yeah, that's that's why it's an acts of okay. service. Like if you know that you have like this Amazon order you need to like return mm-hmm. and they know that you have to return it, but then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just return it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's like, like my friend became a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he had like an Amazon wish list of like teacher supplies. Mm-hmm. We just bought it from him and gave mm-hmm. it to us. Yeah. So he could like, you know, start. Or like that's some nice. friends, like I know some friends that would love like materialistic things. But what I'll do with other friends, we'll just be like, oh, happy birthday. Uh, we paid your next month's rent. Damn. Um, yeah. That would make me really happy. That would right? make me that would so make happy. Really like something happy. that's yeah. actually like, 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 yeah, like a realistic I don't understand. Like when people are like, yo, let's buy this, this, this. Like, like what? Did, like, let's pay off his car note for next right. month. Let's pay oh, off his rent yeah. for next month. That's such a good idea. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know why pe- aren't, people aren't doing that. Yeah, let's just buy him a Bugatti. You know what I'm saying? Buy him a house. Let him wake up in it. Yeah. What are you guys' opinion on like girls who like expect gifts from guys? Like extravagant gifts type of thing um, uh, I mean I feel like everyone has their own like love language that they're entitled yeah. to you know what I'm saying I, but like, so I can't say, knock them for that let's say you like just met this girl you've been dating mm. her for like a month and then she's like you know expecting like like right. you didn't know her spending habits right mm-hmm. and then let's say she's like oh my gosh I like this purse oh my gosh I like this ring oh my gosh I like this like would you be kind of like turned off by it or would you be like, oh yeah, or, like, like pressure? Yeah, or pressured or would you feel like, oh yeah, like I don't mind getting her these things. Well, it depends on how she responds to the gifts I get her. Like even though like I'm mm. um, like if I'll try my best to get her that thing if that me- it mm. me- if it means that much to her. Mm-hmm. But if I can't afford it, I'll get something like, you know, not exactly to that tier, but like something yeah. like close and if she responds well then i'll be like oh, okay mm, but it's if worth she, like getting her yeah but if she's like oh that. like that's i don't like that like chanel bag or whatever and i can't get it and she's like yo fuck the other bag you got me then i'm i know that we're not meant to be mm, okay you know what i'm saying mm. i 100 percent agree with that i heard that for men um like as a woman if you want your partner to like constantly shower you with gifts or stuff like the best way to do it is to respond super positively like be very thankful like Instead of like, if you're, if my boyfriend were to get me like something, instead of just being like, oh wow, thanks, I'd be like, oh my god, like, I'd be like, oh my god, thank you, like, I love mm-hmm. this, blah blah, and it makes y'all wanna do it again. Is that true? Yes. Like, um, I mean, that's just like conditioning a guy at that point oh. to kind of like make them do things that you like, which well, is a not, good thing. I think it's a good oh. thing because, like, for example, the whole opening the door thing too. I didn't know I was supposed to do that at first. It was my first relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, she's like... And pumping gas, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a pumping good one. gas. Mm-hmm. But anyways, noted. <laughs> uh, noted, yeah. Noted, giving you tips. Noted. Guys, if or you don't... Or plugging in your charger for them. What? Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have electric yeah. cars out here, but... Yeah. Opening doors is very important. And the condition... Like I said, like, I didn't know how to open doors for my girlfriend. Um, take notes, guys. Open your doors for your girlfriend. We just grab the handle. 
Wait, what? What? Like you just grab the handle and you pull it. Or push. Yeah, depends on the. <laughs> <laughs> step by step. No, but yeah, to answer your question, like, like you asked, what do we do to make girls feel special, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I try to figure out what their love language is so I can cater it to that. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, so it's very subjective case by case. I love that. No, I think you do that for friends really well, too. Yeah, he does. You know, I, I try to do that for people in general. Like, I try to stay consistent as much as I can. Like, when I worked at Connie, and you and I were, like, only friends for a few months or something, mm-hmm. and, like, I was, that was during the period I was working, like, six, seven days a week at Connie all the time. Taking and so like, many pictures every day. <laughs> no, he, when he came, <laughs> and you just came to drop off food, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, what a fucking amazing human being. Like, I really <laughs> <do."> <laughs> And then you started making fun of me for being a geisha. And I was like, never <laughs> no, again. No, because I didn't recognize you. I, okay, okay. The thing is, I tried to drop off like, like some lunch for her, right? Because mm-hmm. I know she didn't eat that day. And I was like, okay. Um, like, I walk in. I was like, can I find Helen? And, <laughs> and she was like, I am Helen. And I was like, what the fuck? I had like no makeup. And then I had a kimono on, my hair in a bun. No, you had makeup. Oh, but not just white. my eyebrows. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. When I was working there, I was, working said, like six, I, I was late for I work so today. I was so lazy with my makeup. So I would just put on foundation in my eyebrows, and I'd be like, the rest of my face, I'd be like, fuck oh it. Gosh. Like in white chicks <laughs> when they're like powder me. And no, it looks like like she like, um, you know, fucking white she, girls. She, she, like she fell. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like she fell into like some baby powder or something. Like it just got stuck. You wore that with the red dots and everything? No. Oh, no. are you guys kidding? No, they, no she, it just like it was feel. white powder like, on their face. I just it, did my makeup really bad that day. Oh, really I unfinished. Was, it was I, an off day. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it was an off day. It was I really funny though. No, but like we weren't that close at that time, so I was like, uh, uh, so I'm looking for a Helen, <laughs> I guess. So it's like yeah. It's me. But yeah, you're good at that. Thanks, man. Because my love language is also acts of service. So when you did that, I was like, mm. I was like, God <laughs> damn, that was awesome. <laughs> that was great. So yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. What, what can girls what? do what? that would make a guy feel special? Things. Uh, what What has your girlfriend done for you that you've you, been you like, know, goddamn? One thing that actually makes me really happy is like, hey, I really appreciate you. Oh, oh being appreciated. People saying that. Yeah. Oh, he's a big words of affirmation guy too. Oh, words of <laughs> Damn, you just know all of this. Yeah, I try to take <laughs> so. I I didn't know that, which is interesting because mm-hmm. at first words of affirmation wasn't that important to me, mm-hmm. and I think as the relationship like like kept going on obviously uh there's moments where you're just like damn like are any is any of the things that i do really like appreciated you know oh, not yeah. the freaking like flowers that i give like if you don't say thank you for the flowers and i give or like the stuff that i give is just kind of like damn okay cool. so you asked her the worm question you're like would you still yeah, love that's me your, that's your version of <laughs> you, do you love yeah. me no, you, you roll reversal <laughs> for me it was more so like say for example you cater the whole day to her and or like she's taking the bar exam for like two days right mm-hmm. i was at the hotel there's there was a whole day where i just stayed at the lobby for seven hours straight Aww. no room i'm just there sitting on the, my laptop editing videos and mm-hmm. just doing nothing right and then the first thing she says is like you know i know it's been really tough this past two days but i really appreciate this and I was like, you know, you know, fuck it. I'll Keeps wait a couple more, couple, couple more hours. You yeah. know, yeah. this is yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, but you, you'll be surprised how many guys that I know personally is just like, man, why can't I just feel like I'm appreciated sometimes for the things that I sacrificed you for? Mm. And anything that um, girls, like my girlfriend will tell me is just like, she's nagging at me for this and that. And you don't really look at the things that I do for you. You only look at the things I don't do for you. Mm. So I think that's one of the things that like gets to guys head at least. And that's why I say I appreciate it so much, because mm-hmm. it's like 
oh, so you do see the things that I do for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I can see that. I yeah. feel like I'm guilty of that. And then, like, sometimes, like, for I think especially with people that live together. So I, I have a couple friends that, like, lived with their significant others. And then what ends up happening is, like, mm. as a guy, you're preparing all these things or doing all these actions, right? And you're trying to make them feel happy, mm-hmm. right? But sometimes the girl, even then, doesn't feel loved, yeah. right? And then the question comes out, do you love me? And the guy's like, what the fuck? And the girl's like, what the fuck? Mm. So it's kind of difficult to kind of gauge what's going on there. If that makes, yeah. Mm. That's why communication is hella important. Communication is tough. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're like really stressed out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially when you feel hurt to be able to vocalize it Mm -hmm. and not let the emotion like get in the way of trying to fix the problem together. At least from what I've seen. But yeah, I don't know nothing. What makes you feel special? Mm-hmm. What makes you feel special? Like if a girl were to do this, like a girl you're talking um, to or something, and you're like, God damn. Just quality time. Oh, yeah, just spending just time. Love languages mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, no. I think mm-hmm. that's a that's a pro tip for all the girls out there. Just say thank you. Actually, guys need to say that shit too. Yeah. Show some appreciation. Show them mm-hmm. that you just buy them some flowers or something. But like for sure, if you're a girl. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> 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 God damn it. He's giddy. (laughs) Yeah, just show them that you really appreciate them. Just like, hey, thank you so much for the things that you do for me, even though I know uh, I don't see everything that you do for me. Mm -hmm. I know that you're doing it for me. Because I think a lot of the things that guys do that they feel like they're not appreciated for, it's the things that they feel like they're not showing. Mm -hmm. It's like they're not showing on purpose because they feel like, I got to carry this baggage. You know, I got to do this by myself and try to make sure she's taken care of so she doesn't stress out more. And then there's that other side where girls are like, why don't you help? Don't you trust me to help you? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it goes down the hill, bro. That shit's crazy. Hmm. But yeah. yeah. I need to say thank you more. It's hard. Yeah, just hearing that was kind of, you know, mm. it kind of hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the yeah. dads out there. So how do you like to show your boyfriend appreciation then? If that's the, like, if that's the that's case. That's true. Well, yeah. when we lived together, because he just moved. Um, Ooh, I, I know. He, went, he moved back to North Carolina. He's starting school in August. Oh, wow. ah, okay, long okay, distances. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we did long distance for two years initially. Oh, wow. Then we lived together wow. for two years. And now we're going to do long distance again. Wow. What so kind of parabola? Crazy that's crazy. Yeah. I'm, what is it called? Paraboling. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, but during the time when we were living together, um, I think like my way of trying to show him that I cared for him was making sure that he had something to eat like mm. always like for me I can eat anything you know like girl dinner like <laughs> you pointing at girl me girl dinner oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Last time. cheese and the crackers yeah just eat some the- crackers some oysters <laughs> and like you know like girl you know you're good with that mm-hmm. but then like for him I know like guys they like like to eat like hearty meals and like especially when they work out and all Meat. that stuff <laughs> so I like make an effort to like mm. make dinner or like if I know that I'm at work the next day and let's say he's off tomorrow and that like there's not enough food in the fridge, then I'll like make an effort to make something the night before. Mm. Um, so that's like how I try to, I guess, mm. show it. Cause like even now that he's gone, I can eat like the same thing every single day yeah. and I'm fine. <laughs> and it's like the bare minimum, like grocery shopping, like has decreased a lot, spending on food so much less too but yeah i think like the one thing i made sure was just that he had you know something like quality to eat. what do you make him 
Um, I don't know, really. I try to like oysters and crackers. He like, you know, he like loves his mom's food. She's like, she's she makes really good Vietnamese food, and she's vegan, so she Ooh. makes everything. Vegan Viet food. Well, she makes meat like products without having to even taste it, and it tastes so bomb. Oh. So I, mean, I try to like. she used to eat meat, right? She used to eat meat, okay, but okay. I think she hasn't eaten meat in like I don't know, like fifteen years now. Wow. Oh. Um, so I try to like. I don't know, mm-hmm. Google or like YouTube certain things, like Vietnamese things that you can make, like pho, things like that. Make you it pack out of like, pho? Out of an Instant Pot. Oh, shit. I heard that's a okay. thing. It only oh, takes like uh, four hours? No, it's like an hour. Oh, wow. I put like, I do it on pressure for like, what, an hour? Are we going to put the recipe right here? Bing. Yeah, I try to do stuff like that. Um, sometimes like certain American food items that we like, pasta, things like that too. But for the most part, I try to go out of my way to like make foods that he likes to eat that his mom makes. Mm. That's super cute. Aww, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Taman, what about you? What? <laughs> what? What is? What do girls do that make you feel special? Yeah. What do you wish a girl did to make you feel special? Why'd you look at me? <laughs> because <laughs> he's gonna say something stupid like. Yeah, you know. You know what? You know what make me. Slap my ass, flip me over, call me Sally. Fucking if um, a girl like checked up on my parents or something. If they did that, like, like checking really? on a family, oh. I'd be like, Damn. first after the first date. <laughs> your mom? I love her. You, know, you talk about first date. I don't know. I feel like first date would just be nice if you showed up. Like you can't really ask for much on a first date, right? Showing up is important. You always gotta show up and show up. So when a girl like gives attention or care towards the other people in your life, like family or stuff like that, yeah, that'd be tight. Be tight. It's like they care about not just me, but the people around me. Or like, yo, if like it's like my mom's birthday and she texts me in the morning, hey, yo, it's your mom's birthday. I'd be like, fuck, I love you. (laughs) Could you date a girl if your mom and her didn't get along? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you're contradicting yourself though Because you want her to care about Like my mom's parents hates my dad But look, Mm. well, they're divorced now But they were pretty happy (laughs) That was a roller coaster I think you can do it If I love someone, I love someone No one's going to stop me Mm. Except for my grandma, I love her Huh, it's tough So if she didn't get along well with your grandma then That's like the probably If my my grandparents If that's like uh, like if they don't have a good relationship That's like a deal breaker for How me How long does it take for you to introduce like a girl to like your grandparents Or have you ever No oh. Never dated Fair enough I'm sorry It's okay Just Let's just move on <laughs> Today has been the day <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to some red flag questions okay yeah. Is it a red flag if Your significant other is a Especially for the girls, is a mama's boy. To what extent does he just love his mother, or is he a mama's? He's, boy? A, he's a mama's boy. I like. have dated a mama's boy before. Let me fucking tell you that shit's the reddest <laughs> flag of all red fucking flags. Okay, what do you think? Oh my gosh, that's like being a mama's boy is different than just like being very loving towards your mother. Mm-hmm. Being a mama's boy is like you gotta. Your mom still takes precedence over your decisions. Mama. Over you know, 
I dated one like that. So you're saying it's a huge red flag? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no. Like, I don't no, want to be in competition with your mom. Like, mm. your mom serves a purpose in your life for a certain thing, yes. and then your significant other serves another purpose. The two should not, like, <laughs> intertwine. This isn't, like, an Oedipus, like, complex, you know? <laughs> like, you don't hear that with girls, though. You don't hear, like, uh, like you, there's, there's such thing as, what, like, daddy's girls? Mm-hmm. But you never hear, like, a girl and their dad having this, like, weird relationship where the boyfriend feels like he can't get in that only happens with mama's boys Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can see that that's tough it'd be tough so why like are you guys mama's boys like what defines a mama's boy then because i love my mom and you can love your mom like that's respectable but like i guess in the sense of like where yeah where on the spectrum does it cross to like the other side, you know what I'm saying? Where it becomes like, like that. Like she's making decisions for you. Yes. Yeah. Like your mom was making all the decisions. But how big of a decision, you know what I'm saying? Because it could be like small things to like big things. Like for example, like is it in my mom's boy if my mom was like, I don't want you to move out the house because like, I don't think you're like financially like free enough to do that. That's just being a good parent. Or but, if like. But you get what I'm trying to say, right? That That's like her making decisions for me technically. Well, yeah, that could be good advice that she's giving you, right? Mm-hmm. She's looking out for you. But at the end of the day, like, you're a man you're mm-hmm. an adult yeah. you know like if we think that. back about it our parents were like my parents got married when they were what 24 mm. moved over here with like nothing you know mm-hmm. and i'm like at the age where i'm like you know 25 and it's like okay do i still need to listen to my parents the way that like yeah. we're raised right now mm-hmm. whereas like back then you were like moving across like the whole country we're like first gens this way but like I don't know, like at some point in time, I feel like a, a a guy, like a son especially, should be able to like become an adult, like yeah. become a man. It's true. Yeah. Sorry. Wake up. It's your bedtime. It's nine o'clock. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Is that like a universal time? We're not gonna get into this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like nine o'clock is for everyone. But uh, anyways, nine o'clock is a good like, bedtime because like you're still awake during that time, so. Mm. Oh, but imagine, like, you and your girlfriend are planning a wedding, right? And I'll, I'm, like, telling my mom, yo, I'm going to have pecking duck for dinner mm-hmm. for everyone, right? She's like, no, not too good. Not, it's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. But you and your wife really want pecking duck at your dinner. Then you get that pecking yeah. yeah. duck. But, like, imagine you, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I think I'd be too embarrassed to face my girlfriend if I have to go up to her and be like, I'm so sorry. My mom said we can't do this. Yeah. Right. Uh, so like, that, bro, being a, like, what, why does your mom's opinion have to... I swear there are some mothers out there who want to fuck their sons. <gasps> swear to God. Swear to God. And they hate seeing their sons grow up and leave the house. And that's mm-hmm. what... But that's because you're from Alabama. That's different. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. No, I just lived there for a little bit. And then after I moved... I lived there for a little bit. It's about 16 it and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Fuck Alabama. No, but for real. Like, I think the cusp of being a mama's boy is more of like... Your mom can have her opinions towards a, her son, blah, blah. But, like, if the you as a son, if you start prioritizing her opinions and her decisions over your own or what your, like, wife says, something like that, mm-hmm. that's huge. Like, I'm sorry. I, I just don't think, like, yeah, guys like that realize, like, you're, you're not closing a chapter, but you're opening a new chapter, a whole new life for someone else. Mm. And you can't just be, keep holding on to fucking your mom your whole life. She's not right. going to be here forever. Everyone dies. And then, like, I feel like a lot of time, guys, they don't have that 
time period where they're alone to be a man it's always like mm. one the mother hands mm -hmm. him off to the daughter-in-law mm. if that makes yeah, sense yeah. it's like he's never been like his own like individual self individual self like you know change his own underwear type of thing it's like the mom's like here for you mm. like your turn now you know like do your yeah. parents still like make that. your doctor appointments no i make theirs Jokes okay. on you! I don't even go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the doctor and like finding my answer for me. Yeah, I've been to the doctor in like five years. Yeah, why would I go to someone who keeps complaining to me about my problem? <laughs> <laughs> you have a heart condition, like you can't walk. Like, no, stop! All he does is stress me out, man. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a problem to nag at you. Like you need to stop eating so much sodium. Like, bro, what a waste. Uh, stop of telling me what to do. Like, yeah. God, what a waste of hundred dollars. Yeah, if I want that pecking duck, just let me get that pecking no. duck. <laughs> you don't listen to the doctor, but you will listen to your mom. <laughs> what, what about this? Um, what do you guys think about guys who feel like they don't, or who you feel like has no future? Like they're sitting there and you're just like, uh, are they rich? They, uh, sure. What do you mean? Maybe. Like has no future. Like they're just so not like guys who. You know, they just sit at home, play games. Mm -mm. It just doesn't align with what I want. Because mm. I want a lot for my life. So if the guy is sitting there being like, and I'm like, what do you want for your future? And they're just like, oh, I don't this know. is straight. Then I'll be like, all right. But if they get paid to play games, that's cool. That's different. But that's a job. That's, that's, that's super ambitious. Because if they start viewing it as more of like an income-based thing, then mm -hmm. they look at it as a career thing, which can be future-oriented. Mm -hmm. But if it's just, I'm going to go home from work every day and make my dinner and play league, I'm like, what like, are you doing? Would you guys mind having like a trophy husband? Like a house husband? Like you're the breadwinner. Dude, your husband's the one yeah, taking I care of the kids. I would love to come home every day and have a nice steak meal already set up for me and the house is clean. Really? And then yes. he plays League right after. <laughs> I would love that. Jen's like, hell no. no. I just feel like even if I say yes, like it comes down to like... um. I don't know. Like, I feel like if you get in an argument, I would be like, I'm the one working anyways. Like, oh, you know, like yeah, you, yeah. I feel like no one gets it right. Like the person who's the breadwinner and then the, like the, what is it called? The homemaker. Mm -hmm. Both are like very hard jobs They're that both hard. the other person will never understand. understand. Yeah. So I feel like the person who's a breadwinner will always look down on the homemaker, even though they don't even know like what to do in terms of like keeping a household together. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and like me saying that I understand that, I still feel like the same way. Cause like when me and Charlie were living together, like if I was at work that day and this is off day and I'm like, why didn't you do this, that? And like all this stuff, like, you know, like you're home all day. But mm. then I realized like on a day that I'm home, I'm like, fuck, like I'm tired. Like, yeah. you know, you don't want to do stuff. You don't want to do shit. Yeah. It's crazy. I know a couple, like the wife is like completely the breadwinner and the father stays at home with the kids. Right. Though. He told me, like, the one argument that he gets so mad about and, like, he can't really say anything is she'll come home, she'll be pissed, right? And she'll say this, like, like a few times a month. She'll be like, I carried the kids, I made the kids, and, oh, was it? and I make the money. Do I have to fucking do this when I get home? Well, she shouldn't say that. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, she, yeah. bro, like, I know you love Man. your kids and shit, yeah, but, like... She shouldn't like, say that. That's a little bit demeaning. Yeah. That's tough. I think in a relationship, it's super important. Whoever the breadwinner is and whoever the homemaker was, I think they're equally important roles. Mm -hmm. And as long as the couple understands what position there is and they respect the other, it doesn't matter if the girl's the breadwinner or the guy's the breadwinner. It's more of, like... It's you know? it's hard. I, I, think, I think this is just, like... Personally, I think it's a first-generation problem. What I mean by that is, like, we haven't experienced or had parents really teach us, like, what's right and wrong yeah. between, like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do and this is what happens. Be careful about this. Mm -hmm. Our generation, we just got to America kind of, you know? Mm -hmm. 
in LA and New York, I'm sure there's like third, fourth, fifth generation kids who kind of yeah. like already get it. Mm. But like for us personally, like the whole homemaker um, breadwinning situation has been kind of tough in my, my family as well. Yeah. It's like my mom was a um, homemaker. She took really good care of like three kids and I got popped kind of late. So like I'm sure it wasn't like fun mm-hmm. having a 10, eight year different child just come out of nowhere. She's like, oh fuck! I was almost done. Like, god damn it! If you want to be happy, just have no children and have a dual income. Hmm. I know, like, forty, fifty-year-olds who still have no children, but they both work like separate jobs, mm-hmm. like travel the world together and shit. Like, they have no kids. But what Let's after that, though? Huh? I, I would like to. What after of, that? Yeah. What is, Die. What is the purpose of? <laughs> what's, what do you mean? Like, what's the purpose of like? Yeah, living for yourself your entire life. It seems fulfilling, and you know, you mm-hmm. can do what you want. But quite literally, what is the point of life besides passing it on mm-hmm. to your children? And I like, I, I kind of agree with like that. You don't it's have like children. Your your whole lineage is cut off, man. Done. Like what's well, the like, I that's think the point of, it, of us living? Like, like, I think this of dynasty. Like, <laughs> yo, I could still be an uncle. Like I have siblings. <laughs> but I don't think it's the same. But when you're yeah. an uncle and you have like your own like offspring, in my opinion, because uh, you you don't. I mean, people are going to argue differently, but I feel like when you're at the age of, like, 70, 80, you can't do shit. You can't even travel. You're tired. You're old. You die. At least you're going to have offspring that's going to be like, hey, like, thank you for taking care of us. And, like, like I take care of you type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I that's mean, just, like, if, like, if I get to the point, like, 50, 60 years old and, like, I really have no purpose in life, mm-hmm. I'll adopt. I mean, that's the thing. I think that's that's great for the I'll, world. I'll if you're helping someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Adopting like, adopting's tough. Like yeah. for me, family doesn't have to do with like blood. Not true. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I can um, continue my legacy with great. like a family without yeah. Like Chinese kid, but I'm Korean. But it, it was more of like if you were to live your whole life like not even wanting to adopt, not yeah. wanting to have your own it's like what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Can you really so be satisfied you, for that long when you're that old and you've just lived for yourself the entire time that's like a old people trend like once they get to like a certain age they're just trying to like provide knowledge yeah. like this yeah. is what you do you, yeah. this is I what you like shouldn't the do whole purpose of life though mm-hmm. is to pass on knowledge mm-hmm. and make the next generation or the next years of life like better better and easier i used to walk 60 miles to school <laughs> and barefoot in six feet full of snow what did you do you're complaining yeah, about going to school at least <laughs> I, you had a school to go to <laughs> i used to climb up mountain to go to school with a camel on my back <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that's tough yeah but you know there are some people out there who are like childless and whatever and they're happy so i guess it's just each their own yeah uh, that's another thing it's, it's always gonna be subjective mm-hmm. you're never gonna know what's right or wrong it's just opinions at the end of the day mm-hmm. i feel like the only scenario where i would not want to have kids is if i have like some like autoimmune disease that oh, i'm gonna mm-hmm. pass on mm-hmm. and like i don't know like make the next generation suffer in terms mm-hmm. of like offspring that's the only reason why i would not yeah want to have kids mm-hmm. otherwise that's for a good reason I think genetically right? modify your kids what <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do what I'm, I'm curious so like like recently i was like really stressed out because of life mm-hmm. like what do you guys do to really like cope with very stressful situations i disassociate and then i go down the rabbit hole until i go so far down deep that i'm like well the only way back is up Honestly. once you, you hit gotta let yourself feel it dude yeah, when you're going through the shits you just gotta let yourself go through the shits and then the only way you can go back up is how do you go back up huh 
one day you wake up and you're like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta stop <laughs> being like, sad. You gotta, gotta be more sad. happy. Yeah, but then if you don't feel it out, if you're just like, I don't know, Leslie, what about y'all? What do I do when I'm stressed? When you're at like a hard <laughs> point in your life where you feel lost or you're like, you know, not feeling 100%. How do you like cope to it? Oh, like luckily better? for me, I get distracted pretty easily. <laughs> oh boy, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> no more depressed. Yeah. Fuck, my family's so stressed. A oh, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, yeah, I'll, I'll like, I'll like be stressed, but like I'll be out doing something. I'm so into like doing the thing that I'm doing outside that like, but like later it comes back and I'm yeah, like, fuck. Like, so, so it catch up to you? Yeah, yeah. He finds another squirrel. <laughs> he starts chasing it. Yeah. Yeah, I have an answer, but it's kind of like fucked. I, I, I would say like I go drink. I mean, okay. I mean everyone has a different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So your coping mechanism is to distract. Yeah, like not on purpose, just because like I get distracted easily. But like it helps you. Like if you distract yourself enough with your coping mechanism, whatever, then like you actually end up feeling better. I just forget about it a lot oh. of the time. Well, that's good, too. Yeah. I mean, that's one way. Yeah. But sometimes like, I get a glimpse of it, and I get, like, pissed at random moments. I'm like, fuck, I remember this happened. Mm. Time to go drink again. All right, you do. <laughs> I feel like friends, mm. uh, like, the people that you keep company is a very important role in your life. Mm. Um, sometimes just, like, I guess in a way, kind of, like, tame and distracts. Like, you hang out with your friends, then you realize, like, how grateful you are that you have people who are in your circle. But like the number one thing with me is I always keep it to myself until I like break. Mm. And then when I break and I start talking about it, I'm like crying a mm. shit ton. Mm. And it's mm. like you don't realize the emotions that you're feeling or how bad you're struggling until you start like yeah. vocalizing mm. it. And then again with friends, like they're the ones that you're talking to. And then you realize, you know, your friends don't sit here and tell you every day that like they admire you or that they think that you're a great person and stuff mm. like that. But then when you open up to them and you hear them sit there and they say like, oh, you know, like you did this. And when you did that, like, you know, like not a lot of people do that. Like that's grit and blah, blah, blah. So like you have to open up to be able to receive Mm. to heal, I guess, or feel better. Mm. Mm. But I do have moments where like I would go like six months without like saying I feel sad and then just like trauma dump Mm. in a way, which is also unfair to trauma dump to your friends. Mm But, you know, they always say the same things, which is like, that's what we're here for. And like, I think that like is that. why they're here there, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, wh- what are friends for? Mm-hmm. You know, at least like if you can't talk to them, then it's yeah. no point. No, yeah, we admire you, dude. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, we admire you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to distract myself now. <laughs> no. Yeah, <that's laughs> Did I piss you off? <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Coping is hard. Um... So for me, like, it took me a while to understand, like, what my really, like, my lowest points are. Mm-hmm. So I think I just start, like, being super self-destructive. It's kind of similar to you. I go in that rabbit hole. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I think of is, like, okay, so, like, what's... He, he helps me a lot with, like, mental stuff because he's like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? Mm-hmm. And then what's the best solution to it? Mm-hmm. And then can we... Is it impossible? Like, will you die? I'm like, no. He's like, then we're good. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, that's true. That's good, though. But when you can, f- it's, it's true, though. When you can kind of figure out, like, the worst situation, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, if it can't get worse than this, and you're kind of accepting of that, at least, at least it can only go better from there. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're, it's going to suck, you know, you can't really do much about it. But if you can just kind of accept it, you're just like, 
you know, it's not going to get worse than this at least. Yeah. So that's one of the things I do. The next thing I do is like, what's worse in life that traumatized me as much as this or worse than this? Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, if you, if you can do this before, then you can do this again. Right. Yeah. yeah. For sure. 100%. So that's one of the things I do as well. But it's hard. Yeah. Because, you know, I used to not believe in like panic attacks or anxiety attacks. I was like, yo, whoever has this shit, some bullshit. Y'all pussies, oh, right? No, I, I, I was completely uh, oblivious. Like, mm -hmm. Everyone in school used to be like, yeah, I get anxiety. I was like, you're a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you get anxiety. And I was like, man, like, I don't believe in this shit. All of this is shit. It's fake. This shit's a myth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were pretty similar with that, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. What's your coping mechanism before we... Um, I think the great thing about our relationship is like we're able to vent to each other. Yeah. The boys. Yeah. And then yeah. like um, if we're having bad days, we're able to like pick each other up and like... Um, kind of figure it out. It's like, so you're not being you right now. Yeah. So yeah. we let each other know. And then like, that's when we get become cognizant and then we try to work our way through it. Mm. I'm trying to like break it down. But also like another thing that I always try to, I always try to remind myself is um, this too shall pass. So like whatever yeah. I'm feeling right now is going to pass eventually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just keep on going. So yeah. <laughs> Them quotes, man. <laughs> <laughs> but all, like long story short, I don't give a shit if you're a worm. <laughs> green flag cool <laughs> he will love you all right thank you, you so much one. for uh coming on the podcast today yeah. thanks for having me guys. anything yeah. you want to say questions. or shout out yeah you want to plug anything or what i want to what i don't, I don't know. Plug yeah. anything like your instagram, Maybe your, instagram your thread follow her no i think you're good oh okay all right <laughs> okay well sweet. that was the levity jen. podcast <laughs> i'm just jen <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah we're the levity podcast Hell and yeah. uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode bye, bye. bye.